your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to learn how to how to play that on the guitar. That that funkadelic wah wah thing they got in the beginning of the opening. <laughs> a, a funkadelic wah wah. Yeah, you haven't heard that. It's it's a it's an industry term. Uh, yeah, me and Tom Morello use it. So yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On NHL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day from Locked On Avalanche. I am Chris Maselli from Locked On Lightning. He is Adam Denker. It is Thursday, which means we have our power rankings to get to. Uh, neither one of us were here last week. So, again, a big thank you to Mr. Gill from Locked On Islanders uh, for holding everything down. And uh, things going okay for you this week, sir? Yeah, man. I mean, we were talking about it before we hit the record button. The Lightning by they're, – they're not playing well, but somehow they still manage to win games. Uh, whereas your team, the, Light, the Avalanche – not playing well, but not winning games. But we'll no. get into all that with the rankings because I was yeah. I was frankly surprised that they slid so so far down. Well, and the thing with them is that they're I, I think they've played the least amount of games um, in the league. I think they're they're playing as we're recording this, and they have today's their they've only played twelve games. Yeah. They're the only team that's that's uh, played that many. Everybody else is above them. So, but they're starting to play better. <laughs> um, but injuries are are they have you know, the be they're, they're horrible for them. So uh, I hate using it as an excuse, but it is what it is. So, um, but we'll get to the rankings here in a second. But we uh, we do just want to mention the uh, the NHL Hall of Fame, yeah, and the uh, players who are in, inducted. You know, there there's a he was an Avalanche for a hot second, and Mr. Jerome McGinley, uh, one of those guys that. Man, before like Crosby really kind of took the league by storm, like he was it. Jerome McGinley was was the NHL for for a while. That's what they had to hang their hat on, and Aginla, he lived up to it. Yeah, yeah. Aginla was probably for a better part of his career like one of the most dominant two way forwards that the game has had in a while. Like you had Mark Messier who could fight and score goals like that. Jerome McGinley right up there, and I mean. Yeah. You know, all the credit to, to the rest of the class, too, that that went in. Especially, I just want to give a little shout-out to former Lightning uh, play-by-play announcer who went in as part of the media crew, and that's Rick Peckham. Uh, just a fantastic mm. career. Uh, he got inducted as well. So, And a shame, again, they could never hoist the cup. Uh, so, lost an 0-4 to the, for, to the exactly. Bolts. So. That was it. So, all right. So, uh, let's get to our power rankings and... Uh, another change at the top. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we'll throw the graphic up here in a second. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, you, you'll be able to, you know, if you want to see these rankings while we are talking about them, they'll be up on the screen for the duration of the episode. Um, but let's get them up here now. And like we normally go do, we'll go through the top 10. A change at the top. The Canes and Panthers flip-flop yet again. So the Hurricanes take the number one spot. Panthers go down to number two. The Oilers stand pat at number three. Maple Leafs move up from 10 to number four. Capitals move up one from six to five. 
your lightning move up one from seven to six. I don't know how. Uh, the Rangers move up two from nine to seven. The Anaheim Ducks. Let's give uh, Stanley No quack for the Anaheim Ducks cracking the top 10. The biggest mover, without a doubt, going from 22 to number eight. And the Calgary Flames dropping from number four to number nine. And the Winnipeg Jets playing much better. Uh, moving up from 12 to number 10 to round out the top 10. Um, and then just to get a couple more in here, the Wild and the Blues. This is kind of just a jab for me because they're in my division. Uh, drop out of the top 10, the Wild go to 11, and the Blues go to 10. <clears throat> so that's your top 10. Uh, you know, in looking at these, two things that stand out. Only two teams stand pat uh, for the from last week to this week. And that is the Oilers at three and the Coyotes at 32. Everybody else, there was movement somehow. So, um, you know, that that's kind of what you want to see in these things because it means the league is is what it is. It's, it's parody. It's everybody's, uh, you know, in it every single game. So um, you like seeing that stuff. And then the other thing you see, I'm going to move you up here. <laughs> um the Canes and the Panthers flip-flopping one and two. Why? Why, why did I, that happen? I, I, I'm i looking at the standings right now, and really those teams are only separated by two games in terms of games played, and only one point with Florida having an upper hand in points by one. So I I don't I get, get that. it. I, 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 I get I, it, I, but I, I, get, I don't get it. I get the games in hand thing for the Hurricanes, but again you have to ask yourself like is there enough there for them to to flip-flop i don't think so i think it should no, stay pat i i uh, think you know honestly if I, I i you know i hate to say it but i i and we've spoken about this on the show before where really these teams are still in the middle believe it or not of what their record is at this point in the season uh these teams are still finding their identity i mean towards the end of the season we're going to be talking about both these teams being out of the top 10 in standings as well as possibly <laughs> the rankings the Canes uh, and the Panthers? You never know, man. You never <laughs> know. It could all go downhill from here, and maybe that's just I, wishful thinking with the Atlantic <laughs> Division with the Panthers. But no, I, I'm, I'm saying you, you are showing so, your allegiance, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what anyway. really the point I'm trying to get at is that yeah. I feel like when you look at it, I think that, and and maybe this is a little bold of me, and maybe some people, most probably more likely Edmonton Oilers fans. I think Edmonton can make the case for cracking that top two, believe it or not, just by who they've had to play, how they've won those games. And just, you know, I, I think if you I, if you do the individual matchup card, I think mm-hmm. Edmonton could at least win one of those two games against either the Canes or the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, they're 11-4-0 right now for Edmonton. Um, 22 points in the season. Yeah, the way they're winning games is interesting because they're they're getting up on on teams early, but then they're letting them come back, and then they have to kick it into high gear again and and you know get a, a late goal or, or two to extend the lead again. So yeah. um, you don't want to see that. You want to see them, you know, that old saying, you know, play a full sixty. Um, and I haven't watched a ton of Oilers games, but you know, I, I, from what I'm understanding is that. That's what they do. They they come out flying, and they have all that offensive talent. They get up early, let you come back, 
and then have to reestablish that lead. So it's a dangerous way to play and not how you want to play for the entirety of a season. But uh, they, they are doing what they what everybody kind of expects them to do when you have yeah. Connor McDavid on your team. You know, there, there's no excuses. <laughs> you really? you got to perform and they're doing it and they're doing yeah. it. But this is the regular season. We're in November. People want to see them do it uh, at the in the postseason. So it, it it's, doesn't really matter. I mean, it matters. Don't get me wrong. But um, people want to see when the season is over what you do then. So but yeah, I, th- I, I like where the Oilers are at right now. Um, we got to talk about the Ducks, man. Have to. I mean, the hottest team in the league. Uh, you know, I, I feel kind of feel bad for the Kings because you know the the, only, the one team taking away from the King. Because what did the Kings have? Like seven in a row? Did they? Yeah. yeah uh, oh no, they lost the other day. Okay, so they ended their streak. But I think they had seven in a row. Yeah, and seven, right, two, and one in their last ten. So they're, yeah. they're they're still flying. And and and. While they were having their streak, nobody's paying attention to them because the Anaheim Ducks are one-upping them at every turn. And Anaheim, eight in a row. Uh, and they're at number eight in our rankings, cracking the top ten for the first time. One of those teams were – and we had a number of them. We've had a number of them up until this point with, uh, you know, like like the San Jose Sharks who are – I don't want to say coming back down to earth a little bit, but even or the Buffalo Sabres, those teams that start the the season hot. There's always those teams that you you expect to be kind of bottom feeders, but do well in the beginning and slowly start, you know, everything starts to even out. But for the Ducks, it's not happening. And are, are they are they legit? Are they here to stay or are they just holding on to this a little bit longer than people are expecting them to? I, I mean, I think they're right now playing with this mentality that let's get one last one for Getzlaff. I mean, he had a <laughs> milestone last night. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. So, um, you know, he's ending his career. He, he's towards the end of his career. I think he's in his 17th year, I believe. So, I, I you know what? I look at it this. I, I know I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit here where I said, you know, let's wait till December to really see who's who. But mm-hmm. the Ducks, I feel like, are just just given the division that they're in and who you see in that division and where they are, I think they're the real deal right now. I mean, the fact that you are a point up in Edmonton, who we just got done saying was one of the better teams in the league, just because there's no excuse to not be mm-hmm. because of Connor McDavid. And then you have the Flames, who are off to one of the best starts in franchise history. And like you said, the Sharks and the Kings are just playing fantastic hockey. And then you have Vegas, yeah. who just acquired Jack Eichel, who once he comes back, who knows what how good this team is going to be. I, I, I think this is one of the most exciting divisions in the league right now. And I don't think that's ever been uttered about the Pacific. Dude, we really. were not saying that at the beginning of the season. At all, we were looking at, at that like, this is at, Vegas. Automatic. And then everybody else is yeah. fighting for everything else. Yeah, dude, yeah. you're right. And, and yeah. so, you know what? I, you got to give them props where props are due. The fact that Anaheim is where they are right now, uh, midway through November, I mean, I think right now until until they prove otherwise, they're the real deal. I mean, the, we, we got to look at them and respect them for what they've done. Right. Um, who else we got? So I, I feel like the Red Wings – kind of just like stuck in this mid to low teens. Um, and they're an exciting team, you know, in terms of like where they're at 
points wise, where are they eight, eight and two? I'm not saying they should be higher, but are, do, are, are they kind of like they, they started the season off very well, kind of like w- w- one of those teams. Yeah. Um, but I still think they're overperforming. I still think they're doing better than what people are were expecting them to be at this stage in the game. Um, and are they a team that can can if they can just hang around and keep hanging around playing, you know, they're like I said, eight, eight and two, kind of like that 500 hockey um, and just keep building confidence. Could they be a team that keeps just slowly, incrementally going up these rankings or is it are, are they kind of like those other teams that we were talking about, like with Buffalo kind of like coming back down to earth a little bit? Where are the where are the Red, Red Wings right now who are, again, number 18 right now? Well, just going off of the experience of them being a divisional foe, I could say that they are not a team you look forward to playing to with yeah. uh, on any given night. They are just being, they're just one of those teams where uh, on numerous occasions this year, as well as over the last couple of seasons have made the lightning look like they were nowhere near winning a cup. Hmm. Uh, and, and this has just been something that I'm not too surprised about by the way they're playing. It's just because they have one of the best GMs in the national hockey league who never reveals his hand and just drafts very well. I mean, if there's any indication of that, look at the current lightning roster. Uh, all the a majority of these guys that are homegrown were drafted by Steve Yzerman while he was mm-hmm. here in Tampa. So, I mean, this is a team where I don't think they're going to be making a play for the Eastern conference finals anytime soon, but right. they're definitely going to, ch- I think they're going to stick around. I think that especially with the acquisition of Alex Nindelkovic in the offseason, I think they go from a team that let's just settle for a mid first round draft pick to let's try and snag a wild card spot. And I think that's right, where right. they're at right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, definitely a, a tough team to go up against. That is uh, for sure. All right. Let's hear from bet online and then we'll kind of get into the teams kind of going in the opposite direction towards the bottom of these rankings. But BetOnline.ag, it's back and better than ever, and a new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more prop bets, odds, and and lines than ever before. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of your sports action this season. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile websites and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. That is betonline.ag. So the opposite end of these rankings uh, for segment number two. And Arizona, like I said, the only teams not moving were the Oilers at number three and Arizona at number 32. Uh, but the the Coyotes did come up with a win the other day. So, I mean, that's not included in th- this week's voting. That's for next week. Does that get them out of the basement? I think it was the Blues that they beat. Um, I don't know. But, you know, the Blackhawks have uh, moved out of that number 32 spot for a couple weeks in a row. They went were 31 last week. Now they move up to 29. They have won three games in a row. Are, are the Blackhawks getting out of this funk? I mean, both of us were like, this is a team that, that could make some, you know, and outside of us, 
a lot of people were saying that about the Blackhawks, that they, they, you know, might not win the division, but kind of similar to what we were just talking about with the Red Wings. And it absolutely did not happen. It, the, the start of the season could not be more disastrous on and off the ice for the Blackhawks. Is it different well, now? Is it, are they coming out of that? Well, I specifically remember both of us uh, going as far as saying that the Blackhawks would could potentially make a Western Conference Finals appearance if all the stars aligned. I don't remember uh, saying ever remember saying that. <laughs> don't and, throw me in on that. Bit. And <laughs> I, I, we did say the one thing that I can concretely say that we we both said was that if this, you know, it's all about you have all this talent, but it it still doesn't mean a damn thing if if they can't get it together on the ice and they haven't been able to get it together on the ice. Mark right. Andre Fleury looks like a shell of himself um, mm-hmm. to the, to a certain degree to where maybe you and I could pad up and possibly do just as well. <laughs> and, but I think the Blackhawks are still one of those teams. They have a lot of veteran leadership and Alex Brignac, who by the way, is on my fantasy team. One of the best draft picks I've made thus far <laughs> uh, having a very good season, very good season. And I think that whenever you have Patrick Kane and a, healthy uh i guess by all accounts healthy jonathan taves i i think that you still can't count this team out regardless of what's going on off the ice and you know everything with the kyle beach story as well as what's going on in on the ice i still think this is a team that you can't sleep on i i think especially you know kind of quote our 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 sponsors today uh bet online you know what, if there was ever a better team to put money on right now to possibly make a finish at a certain spot or a certain amount of points, that's the Blackhawks because they're the kind of team that they could turn it around real quick at any moment's notice. You know, the, whereas, you know, the Coyotes, I think they're out of the bottom cellar. I think with the Senators not playing really any games this week with a bunch of their that's games, true. Game, I think the Senators just by default have to be moved down to the bottom spot. So if the, if the Coyotes continue to not win a game do I they still, still think, come up because I, senators aren't playing any games exactly i think right. i think i think the coyotes could lose all their games this week but that is not as big of an l as having players get covid like the senator okay. so all right um right well two spots above chicago you have vancouver somehow moved up a spot uh from 28 to 27 um, they're actually playing my avalanche as we record this and they are actually tied one to one right now in the second. Um, but lots going wrong in Vancouver and so much so where I, I, you know, there's reports saying that, you know, the top brass is, is talking and having meetings, but they're, they're not threatening to make any drastic changes, uh, in, in terms of the coaching staff, who knows if they're going to make moves in, uh, for the roster, but uh, kind of just kind of getting the lay of the land there. It's, it's not good in Vancouver, and Vancouver's oh, let's say always play this game of like thinking that they're better than they are. But a lot of people were saying that going into this season, they're walking around like they are a Stanley Cup contender, and they don't have they have some good players. I'm not saying they don't, but they don't have the depth at all. Uh, their their power their, their penalty kill is atrocious. <laughs> Uh, they have a lot to do, and it's it's catching up to them right now. So Vancouver doesn't look too good right now, in my opinion. No, they don't. And and I I am one of the biggest believers of Vancouver that is actually not even associated with that franchise in any way. Uh, I they are a huge disappointment this year. I really thought with 
this being kind of the year that Thatcher Demko is the surprise candidate for the president, I really thought this would have been the year paired up with, you know, all these young players who, if you look at them in a way, you could compare them and, and almost say that they are the Red Wings of the West. I mean, they have all this young talent. Yes, they don't have a ton of depth, but they they still shouldn't be this low and they, their record still shouldn't be this bad. I, I, yeah. I think this comes down to coaching. I think mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too surprised uh, by the Christmas break that we don't have a coaching change uh, with the camp, with the Canucks. All right. And the last thing I want to get to the, the Islanders. Um, I, I still feel for them. They, they've dropped from 15 to 24. Um, we are halfway through November and they still have not played a home game yet. That will change. I think this week, this week. tomorrow, yeah. Is it tomorrow or so. Yeah. So um, do you take their ranking with a grain of salt for that simple fact? I mean, that is a, no, I do, man. No, that I, is a long, long time to be on the road. 16 games in a row. I, I, Come on. I mean, I guess like, yes, you could look at their schedule and say, yeah, being on the road is tough. But what is the old saying in hockey or in sports in general? Good teams always find a, a way to win. And <laughs> I know. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and but at the same time, we could also talk about this in a way where. All right, so if that's going to be the excuse to how they've started the season. Now, we saw this with San Jose last year because of all the COVID protocols in California. They weren't really able to play games at home, so they were on a similar road trip to start the season. Now, they were obviously not able to recover from that deficit that they dug for themselves early on. Now, do we make that excuse for them for the rest of the year? Let's say that Islanders, nothing changes. Do we take that as a grain of salt and say, well, you know what? they're not good because they were weren't able to play a home game or they're not good simply because they're not good. When I look at this team and I've been saying it as a host of a team that has played this team in the, in the Eastern conference finals the last two years, it, it, it all comes down to scoring. This team doesn't, yes, they have Mar- Matt Barzell and Brock Nelson, but who else do you have out there? You can't rely on Brock Nelson and, and Matt Barzell to score for you on every night. We saw that on Monday's game against the lightning. They lost 4-1, and when it comes down to it, they cannot go tit-for-tat with, with every team in the league. If they go, if they were to play the Avalanche tonight, I think the Avalanche would have the same outcome against them and a team like that. So really, I think, yes, if you want to move them up in the rankings, that's fine, but I think they're they're still a middle-of-the-pack team when it comes to No, I think you have to judge them on, on <clears throat> what they're playing. I'm not saying, you know, uh, vote differently just because – and it's, I think it's 13 games. I think I said 16 games. It was 13 games. So um, you shouldn't vote differently because of that. That is the hand they got dealt. You know, it, it's all because of this arena, which, you know, they, they've known that this was going to be happening to them. Yeah, you got to play the hand you're dealt. Um, and I think they've done relatively well considering that. What's the record here? Five, They're five, five six, six, and two. Something? Yeah. All right. You know, knowing that if you if you had told them beginning of the year, you know, you're starting the the season off a month and a half of, you know, the the opening month and a half of the season, you're on the road, 13 games. What what would you be satisfied? I think something in that ballpark, maybe flip that, maybe six, five and two. So you have a winning record um, would would be a little bit better. But I think they've held their ground. I think they cannot wait to get home and uh, maybe kind of 
flip the script for them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the one positive thing that I think a lot of hockey fans who are looking to see the Islanders be successful as well as just Islander fans is that road games bring a team closer together. And I mean, yeah, they've played yeah. they've played more home games, uh, wait road games than anybody else in the NHL. So yeah. uh, this could be a potential setup for them right. to really get the ball rolling and jump possibly towards the number one spot in the division. Yeah, then it's you know only prepares you for the postseason. Exactly. So, all right, um, and the Seattle Kraken settling in nicely, right where they belong. Uh, Thank you. Thirty spot. Thank Enough you. of this ridiculousness. When they started the season at twenty-one, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that nonsense. I've never, I've never seen a team get uh, more respect for another team's accomplishments. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. All right. Uh, so, what do we uh, predict for next year? Who, who or next year? Yeah, next, ne- year. next week, next year. We're, we're forward thinking on this episode. Um, you know, teams moving up, teams moving down. What do you I I think this time next week, I think the Rangers are going to be in the top five. They've been playing absolutely yeah. incredible lately. Uh, Rangers they, at number seven again right they, now. Just their ability to adjust against any opponent. Um, and, and a lot of their young players are starting to play well. Capo Caco is starting to get starting things rolling. Real, yeah, starting to pick up. Yeah. Um, at the same, at the other end of that, I'll just uh, repeat what I said before. I think the Senators are going to be in the 32 spot. I think this is the week that the Coyotes start to make a, a push for that, right. that 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 29th spot. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, they, they just got to set their sights on 31 right now. Literally, the, the all they have players. to do is score a goal in every game. That's that's all really mm. with, with the bar set out right now. Just not, just not get, not shut, get out. shut out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rangers on Thursday, so the day this comes out, play the Maple Leafs in Toronto. Saturday, uh, they were scheduled to play Ottawa, so they're they're not playing that game. Um, and then Sunday, they're playing Buffalo. So uh, Maple Leafs game that'll be a good game. Senators they should win that game. So yeah, you, you, know, you can't fault them for the the Ottawa game. So. Yeah, I think the the Rangers could be a team you see into the top five. What's uh, let me look at Arizona's schedule here real quickly to see if they have any wins. They're playing Columbus, uh, number twenty on our list for this week, and then Detroit, and then Sunday playing Los Angeles. So, um, I mean, yeah, winnable games. I think <laughs> it's it's. Uh, you know, those, those are games that, you know, if you go out there and you, you play hard and you do the little things, I mean, that's a close game. But if you go out there and just play that patent Arizona hockey, then, you know, that's that's not exactly going to be able to cut it. I don't think Arizona Coyotes and winnable games are two things that are going to be uh, uttered in the same sentence all year <laughs> long. And you just somehow did it. So that's is, uh, is that uh, I, should we start making T-shirts for the Coyotes? Meaningful <laughs> games in November. <laughs> uh you know I, I i would love to see you got the rangers cracking the top five i'd love to see anaheim do it i really would um, who they got coming up because I, I i think that you know the the ducks are and they've always been this way no matter they have Ooh. always been the sweetheart of nhl fans and i think yeah yeah given their record yes i mean you have to respect it but at the same time, I think there's a little bit of nostalgia there uh, with a lot of NHL fans in, in so, respect to this vote. Thursday, 
they're playing Carolina. If they win that game, I think they're cracking top five. They have to. If they, they, can if they win that game, uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying they jump over the Panthers, not going up to number two just because they beat them once. No. But if they can be, you know, in my opinion, the best team in the league right now, I don't know why they're number two. All or right. Whatever, number one. I, I, I think the stipulation has to be that they have to win that game in regulation. Okay. I, and by the way, how this works, once again, so you guys don't just rag on uh, Adam and I, we don't, or we are not the end all be all for this uh, power ranking. This every every host on the NHL side I think gets a vote, uh, but I will commit, and Adam will commit to if the Anaheim Ducks beat the Panthers in regulation. Uh, I will put them in my top five for next week. And I don't vote because the Lightning would still be in first. So I, I, I take myself out of that that process. So it's all up to Chris, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Nonsense. Uh, no, but I think, you know, with Anna, you know, um, American Thanksgiving is around the corner. And that yes. is, you know, the, the bar for so many people about, you know, Ooh. if you're holding a playoff spot come American Thanksgiving – it's like 75, 80% chance you are making the playoffs. It's, it's an amazing stat, which I could never wrap my head around, but it's real. So uh, Anaheim has another week to play this type of hockey, and then the rest of the season looks pretty good for them, amazingly. We shall see. But um, let us know. Will the Kings keep rising? I mean, yeah, they had that one loss, but can they continue to play well? Will they? They're at 16 right now. Can they get closer to the top 10? Will the Ducks make the top five? Will the Rangers make the top five? Uh, will What will happen with the Senators and not playing? Will they get... Will the Senators fall bet- below 32? We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just so much week to week with these power rankings. And we keep saying they're going to level off, but... It just has not happened. And you don't expect it to right now. Maybe around Christmas time or the New Year. New Year. New Year's yeah. is the sweet spot. Right. So, uh, but let us know. Uh, and, and please comment in, in the YouTube comments on, on why Adam and I are uh, just cheap. So, it's always entertaining. Very entertaining. Yeah. If you've is there made anybody else? Far, is there anybody else? <laughs> we, we bring I mean, on all newcomers. Uh, yeah. All right, that'll be it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll throw up these power rankings full screen one more time for your viewing pleasure on the YouTube channel. And uh, we'll see everybody next week with a brand new power ranking and see if this thing gets even more crazy. All right. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done.